The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Mile Rate. Rob Orbert joins me to uh, talk about a terrific night last night. Uh, very much wind affected. We were blown away with the almost cyclonic wind conditions at Melton, but there was a big program in South Australia as well uh, last night. It was a terrific uh, program at both venues. It was, uh, Dan. A very good morning to you and good morning to everyone uh, on our mile rate uh, program. And it was a night uh, to remember as far as the girls were concerned at Tabcourt Park Melton last night. They dominated in all different aspects from the driving and training performances. Well, Kate Gath with four winners took the honours. Michael Stanley had two winners, um, two as a driver, one of them as a trainer. But uh, the girls had a terrific night out and Emma Stewart trained a winner, Kieran Manning drove a winner, Courtney Slater trained a winner, Sophia Arbertson drove a winner and uh, Kate Hargraves also uh, trained a winner. So terrific night for the girls. But um, some of the uh, the Victorian uh, ladies also had success in th- South Australia last night. They did. The Southern Cross series were on uh, last night at Globe Derby and we had uh, four Victorians that came away uh, taking out the bigger prizes. Uh, Kelvin Barker uh, trained uh, your bad boy to victory in the three-year-old Colts and Gelding Southern Cross series. Uh, congratulations to Kelvin. Greg Norman, who also had a winner with Zadarka at Melton, took out uh, the three-year-old Phillies division with Belladonna Girl. And Emma Stewart continued her dominance with the two-year-olds with Treachery winning the two-year-old Phillies division. And Lisa Miles finished off the night at Globe Derby with Powder Keg winning uh, the Trotters division. Oh, good to see Powder Gig come good for a good race too. He's had a terrific season. It's been a bit stiff in some of the big races, Rob. Certainly has. He's raced uh, so well right throughout uh, the, the derbies and the Breeders' Crown Series. So it was uh, fantastic uh, to see Powder Keg uh, head back over to South Australia where it all began for him and taking out that last race last night. Well, there was a number of uh, feature races on the card at Melton last night. The Group 3 Victoria Harness Racing Club Caduceus Club 3-year-old uh, Cup was one of them. And, uh, look, uh, Pacifico Dream we know is a very good horse. Uh, he drew the outside gate, uh, but, gee, he powered away. He was dominant in taking out that race, and it was a good field. There's some pretty handy three-year-olds that uh, you may look like they weren't handy three-year-olds. Yeah, look, a lot of those horses were up-and-coming horses coming through the division, but powered, uh, Pacifico Dream had gone through the Breeders' Crown uh, Series, finished fifth in the final, drew to car park again last night as he did in the Breeders' Crown Final, but just had the opposition his measure last night. He was just too good. Uh, there was a bit of speed on early in the race. Kate Gath waited for the dust to settle. She quickly moved around outside the leader, and she just powered away for a very impressive win, recording a mile rate of 155.4. And this is the way Pacifico Dream did it. Number 13, but uh, not unlucky for Pacifico Dream. As Pacifico Dream went for home. Race clear of Can't Top This. Jellyby Nitro, Kiang Jackie, Carla's Mac from well back, and then Scorcher. But Pacifico Dream took off around the turn, raced out 10 metres in front from a wall of horses. Kiang Jackie runs on and further out on the track, Carla's Mac. But it's all Pacifico Dream showing his uh, class tonight. A good, tough performance. And he races away and makes a one act affair of the Victoria Harness Racing Club uh, Cup for the three year olds and wins by 10. Second placing goes to uh, Carla's Mac. It was a- uh, he, he was terrific last start, and he was just too good for him. It's as easy as that. Yeah, uh, last start he just—I uh, was just over the moon with his run in the, in the Breeders' Crown, and 
Um, you're never confident from barrier 13, but I was confident he was the best horse in the race and uh, I was, you know, happy to drive him accordingly and uh, it panned out well. History tells you when you do draw barrier 13, you need to be that class horse to overcome that barrier. Not often you see horses draw 12 or 13 with you know, average ability or they don't have that little bit of above average X factor to get over that barrier draw. It takes a, a class horse to do it and he, he showed his class tonight. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right, Rob. It's really hard to win from barrier 13. In fact, it's hard to win, you know, um, from second row barri barrier draws. That, you know, 10 and 11 are bad enough, but then you get 12 and 13 and you just fought 50 off them nearly, you know, um, once you settle and it just makes it almost impossible to make up that ground, so... The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. It was actually Kate's second winner of the night. She'd won the first race teaming up with uh, Emma Stewart Beach Music. Um, and then she butted up in the next race, McLovin, a, a very successful trotter in the past. He'd come back from a spell. Uh, questions were being asked, has he still got what it takes? And he had a much better barrier draw tonight and... Uh, Kate was really keen on using that barrier draw, and it turned out that the first 200 metres uh, was probably the difference um, to uh, who was going to win that race. The Tough Monarch came out really tested. A dance craze got checked a couple of hundred metres later, uh, and then the wind took effect. It's like a cyclone hit uh, Melton when those horses turned at the 1,200 metres. Uh, nobody could make a move uh, because of the conditions, and it played into the hands of McLovin and, and Kate Gathrob. It was good to see McLovin get back into the winner's list. It was really important that he uh, stepped up. There was obviously uh, plenty of discussion leading up to last night, even on Trot's Vision with Kate Gaff. She was very upbeat. The horse had been working well, and she was expecting a, a really big showing from him. He was tested early in the race, but as you mentioned, uh, he was able to overcome all the adversity with the inclement weather and the wind conditions, fought off the challenges, and he was a terrific winner last night. End of the straight, McLovin, three metres to always ready. Tough Monarch, Magical, back to the inside, then Sundon's Courage. Leader is McLovin, coming through Magical, Tough Monarch likewise. It's still McLovin in front from Magical, Tough Monarch, and McLovin. McLovin wins it from Tough Monarch, Magical, and then Sundon's Courage. When you're drawn one and you've got a horse drawn seven and it comes at you virtually in, in a diagonal way, it, it's not easy to hold them out. No, it's not, and you really have to burn to do it. And, I mean, uh, I think the lead time was 7.2, which is pretty quick for Trotters, and then a quick first quarter with it. So we were burning. So uh, it was pretty important that I got a breather, but I was pretty keen to lead because, um, you know, he, that he's a really hard horse to get past in front, and, and uh, you know, Tough Monarch would have been really hard to beat if, if he had found the front. So, um, yeah, it was a winning move tonight. It certainly was. Uh, Dan sort of alluded through the race it was like a big gust of it wind uh, it's like a, a tornado and, and like even now i mean just probably yeah. while we're, we're in the studio here you can hear the wind in the background what's it like as a driver tell us what, what happened in the race because obviously this gust of wind really came at you pretty hard yeah it was brutal like it's been windy all night but um as we hit the front straight the first time i was like whoa um you know and and it was just brutal it was just pushing almost pushing us back the Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. And that was the third of uh, Kate's uh, four winners uh, on the program. 
Uh, the free-for-all for the Pacers, um, Code Black uh, was heavily backed in the end, got into pretty short quote, Rob, and um, the way the race was run, it probably didn't help his cause, but um, Sicario, another horse that had not had the best of luck to his preparation, thought it was a good drive by Chris Alpha. Nothing really came out of the gate. Four big men led and led really easily, but Chris was sort of driving to get the 1-1 cover, and it worked out really well for him. Sicario's got a good, sharp sprint, and... Uh, he uh, he was able to use that to his advantage over Code Black in the free-for-all. Yeah, it was the Victorian Harness Racing Club Caduceus Classic and Sicario, who'd been out of the winner's list for a while, was perfectly driven. He was end up in a 1-1 on the back of Rishi. There wasn't a lot of early tempo in the race, Dan. It was uh, a race that was just built up as the race unfolded. They went a mile road of 157.7. He was in the one-out-one-back, hooked out three-wide on the home turn, and he had to fight off the fast-finishing Code Black, who came late. Back in the straight though, grabbing the lead, Rishi, Sicario, Code Black coming wider. It's Sicario in front, Code Black trying to run him down. It's Sicario from Code Black, and tonight's the night for Sicario. Sicario won it, beat Code Black, Sunbeat Shadow got through for third. Come out, um, but you sort of didn't really push that hard. Uh, yeah, well, he hasn't really been used much off the gate um, in his recent runs, so you know, I thought it'd be better. You know, small field um, just to uh, slide in and thankfully um, we've got the right trip on Rishi's back. Yeah, is that sort of your pre-race plan and tactic? Is that where you thought you, you were aiming to be? Uh, just looked that sort of race. It looked like four big men would lead and uh, I just didn't know if Jody would go to the fence or not but luckily she did and uh, we got the perfect trip. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Uh, maybe, shall we be forgiving of some horses? Rishi was okay. Um, they didn't go that hard. Four big men, it would show that he was way under the odds. He sort of had every chance and got swallowed up late. Code Black... Look, the, the win was a factor last night. I've made mention to it a couple of times. Uh, it's not often you use wind as a, 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 an excuse on a trotting track, but it, it really did have a role to play. And you can be forgiving, I think, of any horse that looked exposed, sitting without cover, or even the sit sprinters that tried to come three and four wide. From about halfway through the night onwards, it became an impossible thing for most of those to do. Yeah, Code Black, he's just bursting the wind, but he's just finding it really hard. Probably a really nice horse to own, but certainly if you're punting him at the moment, uh, especially last night for those punters that jumped in. I think he was three forty to about a dollar seventy at one stage last night. He had his chance. He just wasn't good enough on the night. But he's racing well. But he needs a few things to go his way. Well, the uh, first uh, race on the card had kicked off with a two-year-old filly's youthful stakes. Peach Music has looked a really nice filly. Had a bit of a let-up, Rob. Uh, she got form around ladies in red, and that showed. She was able to dominate from the front in the first of uh, Kate Gath's four winners on the card. Yeah, she was terrific. Uh, resumed from a break. She, that was only her fourth lifetime start last night. She was able to jump to the lead. Return to mile rate, as you mentioned, 154.6. Last two quarters, 28 and 27.6. She held them at bay. She'll be heading to the Vic Bread Series, and she'll join her stablemates, Ladies in Red and Tough Tilly, just to uh, enforce uh, the Emma Stewart stable going into the Vic Bread Finals. Race number two, and uh, this, was a, this was a good win from Zadaka. Came from a few lengths off the pace and was able to storm over the top. Uh, changed the print, had to work pretty hard to, to lead. He got swallowed up in the home straight. 
Terraline ran on well. Pantano Stride does what he always does. He he looks like he's gone at the bell, but he just keeps giving, doesn't he? He's like a poor man's gamelite in a way, but he's very consistent. But Zadarka um, showed that win here two starts ago was no fluke. Yeah, it was uh, a bit of early spice in that race, uh, which certainly set it up for something to run on. And Zadarka, who put the riding on the wall with a terrific win two starts ago at Melton, repeated that run last night, this time with Karen Manning on board, came down the outside and finished two strongly from the bolted Terraline for Trevor Monk. That was a lovely performance again. Trevor Monk doing a great job with his small team. As you mentioned, Pantano stride for David Miles and uh, Radius for David Barbetti and also change the print for Mark Lee and Jason Lee. Both ran credible races. Third race. This was a good trot, uh, Rob. There was a lot of up-and-coming horses, horses with good records, winning more than 50% of their starts. And I think Freemark's poetry we can put down now as a really classy mare. She's now won 8 of 11, and she did it easily. The last 100 metres, she just coasted. Yeah, she did, and she even about 60, 70 metres from the line, I think, took a little step uh, outwards, uh, not concentrating. She's still got a lot to learn. She's uh, such a talented uh, mare, and she... Two starts ago uh, when she failed at Kilmore, she she did pull up with uh, obviously some muscle soreness and just uh, obviously wasn't at her best, but she came back with a really easy win at Kilmore and then backed it up in another class of uh, field last night. She was just too good, a mile rate of 159.2. Peregrine Phoenix was very good, got involved in an early burn, I thought battled on strongly. Branlow Prince was very honest again. Uh, nine Kai Valley Chief had its chance and ran a credible race, and number 13, I'm set to go. The same could be said about it. And Swiss Miss galloped on the turn. Looked like she was going to finish in the placings at least, but uh, she broke. She's becoming a bit costly. The two-year-old Colts and Geldings, youthful stakes. Michael Stanley uh, got uh, two winners, two drove two winners on the car. This was the second leg. He trained drained the swamp. He was quite bullish on Trot's vision that he'd be able to lead and be very hard to beat. And the, the horse was able to dominate and won pretty easily. Well, uh, if you want to know uh, all the news on harness racing, make sure you are tuned in to the Trots Vision uh, coverage because certainly the interviews are proving uh, very vital. Michael Stanley came on after winning with Freemark's poultry and he was very bullish about drain the swamp. He said, if I lead, I think I can win. And that uh, certainly occurred. It was a terrific performance. Uh, number three, spring in his step for Russell Jack and Daryl Douglas, I thought was very brave in defeat. He's a horse on the way up. Uh, number one, Kimball uh, for Matty Craven. Had his chance. And then Captain Belisario for Jane Davies. This horse is going really well. I think we commented last night, Dan, 150 to one was disrespectful to the horse. It ran a very good fourth. Just needs a weak race somewhere. It will be winning. And Stylish Joe was second up. I thought was a nice effort as well. And a couple worth forgiving, uh, like a horse like uh, Blitzen got back, had to come wide, and by that stage it was obvious it was going to be a, a forlorn task, so I, I would put a pen through its performance. Allied Express pace, Struve was heavily backed, a lot was expected of him, but uh, in the past his record suggests he's either real good or awful. Well, the, the doctor... Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, Struve turned up again, and it was the awful Struve tonight. But you were keen on the winner, Majestic Cruiser, who got out to really good odds. First time that Sophia Arvidsson had been in the sulky on this horse, and they clicked. They did click. Sophia has that uh, knack to be able to click with certain horses. She had her first drive, I think, for Jeff Webster uh, not uh, long ago. She jumped on Majestic Cruiser last night. That tempo early uh, was very solid. We saw some moves from Rock and Roll Eyes and Struve, who all tried to go forward in that race, and it really set up the race for something to come from behind. And Majestic Cruiser 
when you go back three and two runs ago, were, was outstanding. Last start, just couldn't get in the race, so it won by Miss McGonagall. Last night, everything panned out beautifully, perfectly handled by Sophia Arvison, and he just trucked to the line. He went a mile rate of 156.2, and... Uh, Two times better for Emma Stewart. It was a much better run last night, uh, driven with a sit. I think that's her go going forward. I, I think she's just much better when she's just driven cold and just comes with that one run. I like the run of a fair old dance for Michael Stanley. That was an eye-catching run. Did a bit of work, battled on well. Major Assassins going well for, uh, for Grant Campbell. And uh, also, uh, repeat after me, I thought was pretty brave. Race 9, the Delray uh, National Food Group pace. Maestro Bellini, newcomer to the stables of Kate Hargraves and Alex Ashwood, has had a few different stables, but he's pretty good and he's pretty tough and he's pretty fast and he's a very professional horse. He didn't sort of warm up like a horse you wanted to be backing, but once the green line went on, he switched on and uh, he was able to dominate. Yeah, we made him our best bet on uh, green light on uh, last uh, Thursday, Dan. Uh, we thought he'd go well, uh, but as you said, in the prelims, he, he was playing up a bit. He uh, certainly uh, was feeling good about himself, but once he found the lead, he, he just kept trucking. He had a fairly easy lead time. He's a very hard horse to run down when he's in front. That seems to be his go. Good effort uh, by uh, by Kate uh, Hargraves to get this horse back from New South Wales and perform at that level. Bracken Reed ran on well for Keith Cochin and Ryan Duffy. Very honest horse. Six elements was honest for David Miles finishing third and Rodney Petroff took the drive. And outside that watch list was OK. It's going to get a lot fitter on that performance. Nozzy Battler, who was driven with a sit last night, tried to make ground. But Maestro Bellini was just too good. Diamonds and Cash had been knocking on the door uh, and was rewarded for his consistency, but it was probably a tough watch. He got crossed early and then led, was headed at the 400, and uh, once he straightened up, he gained some momentum there, but uh, you would add your heart in your mouth for a fair part of the race if you were on the favourite Diamonds and Cash. He was well back. Yeah, it was a bit of spice in that race. They went a 6.7 lead time, 28-1 first quarter with Lewis Sedgwick, who flew out of the gate, got across Diamonds and Cash, caught everyone uh, by surprise with those tactics. Diamonds and Cash took on uh, the retake and went around to lead. Looked to be in real all sorts of trouble coming to the home turn. It was challenged by Always Fast, but did a terrific job to come away to bring up Kate Gath's uh, fourth winner for the night. She's now, uh, I think, 10 clear in the Metropolitan Drivers' Championship with that win over Chris Alford, and she's set to uh, potentially take out the... Uh, driver's Premiership uh, at Melton and we've got Emma Stewart in the training ranks leading the way as well so we might have two females at the top level of our Metropolitan Racing taking out the driving and training uh, championship but it was a great win by Diamonds and Cash uh, Always Fast was very good Bully's Delight seems to race really well fresh had no luck, savaged the line our sports caster was honest for the Caldos and Cephala also had its chance in the straight Last on the card, it was good to see David Drury uh, make the trek, and a long trek it was from Mount Gambier. He, he brought a team of horses down. He had two runners in the last. The more favourite of the two was the one that he drove, Plutonium. It showed good gate speed, dictated from the front, and never looked like being beaten. No, David does an outstanding job. He's based at Mount Gambier, has a small team. He turns over his horses quite well. I think uh, we caught up with him after the uh, the win with Plutonium on Trot's Vision. He said the horse has been sold, I think, heading up to New South Wales. 
but he was able to find the lead. It was too strong, a 155.7 mile rate on that occasion uh, by leading throughout. Laid back Kenny, it's bursting to win a race uh, since coming across from Tasmania for Jeff Smith. Uh, ran a very good race into second spot. The other one of the David Drury train runners, Jack and Ted, savaged the line into third placing. Zubri was off the track, ran on well, had some good support, and Pembroke Charlie was honest. But I think out of that race, uh, you've certainly got to keep uh, an eye on laid-back Kenny and Jack and Ted. They're both going to be winning soon. Uh, it was a good night, albeit a very windy night at Tabcorp Park, Melton. Um, we hope you've been able to find a winner either from last night. Rob was informed he was ticking, tipping 25 to 1 shots. His best bets were winning. Um, so you should be filled up, and uh, we hope that you're able to join us uh, for the mile rate next week. Good luck if you're having a try at Cranbourne today. Happy harnessing. <laughs>